we get into this week, you don't know how God is going to work, but through the beauty of that place and through the love of the staff, the, the overflowing love of, of every staff and volunteer, um, uh, the gospel just mm-hmm. works powerfully in the lives of these, these couples. Welcome back to On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse. I hope you had a happy 4th of July. As we celebrated our nation's independence and remembered the freedoms that we enjoy as Americans, we wanted to remind you of the brave men and women who protect and defend our country. I am so thankful to be an American and to live in the land of the free and the home of the brave. And so one of my favorite projects of Samaritan's Purse is Operation Hill Our Patriots. This project serves military veterans and their spouses. Operation Heal Our Patriots has welcomed over 1,261 couples over the 10 years of ministry. It starts with a week in Alaska where couples participate in marriage classes and have the chance to reconnect without the pressures of everyday life. But the Alaskan adventure is just the beginning. This year, we're celebrating 10 years of Operation Heal Our Patriots ministry. I sat down with Greg and Shauna Duvall, who are on staff with the program and they had just returned from the opening week of Operation Hiller Patriots at Samaritan Lodge, Alaska. We're celebrating 10 years of Operation Hiller Patriots, but I wanted to kind of give an overview of the last 10 years, how it's changed, how it's evolved. Obviously, the the mission, sharing the gospel, and impacting these military marriages hasn't changed. Mm. But the tactics and techniques have, you know, there's been adaptions over the years. So maybe can you talk to me about what, um, maybe what has stayed the same and then what has changed? Uh, first off, the gospel has always mm-hmm. been central to Operation Heal Our Patriots. It's always been the foundation of what we do, everything we do. Um, yeah, we can t- teach all kinds of marriage principles, but we firmly believe the gospel is the, yeah. the foundation of it all. So that has not changed. Um, uh, we've always had a sense of family that when couples go to Alaska and they enter into the OHOP family that that we're in this for life together. And that part has not changed. Yeah, I mean, our marriage focus that this, you know, this Operation Heal Our Patriots is set apart um, because we have, yes, we're gospel-centered, but we also are very marriage-focused in what we do. And our aim is to see um, Christ in the center of marriages to restore and to heal. And that has not changed. That's always been a goal from the beginning. Mm-hmm. To keep this a family, a ministry where we, we have these long-term relationships we've had to grow in other ways. And a part of that is we've uh, set up a regional chaplain structure where we've broken the country up into regions so that we can just go deeper into these couples' lives after they get back from Alaska. In addition to that, we've added uh, the key leader role. Um, So we have some amazing couples in OHOP that are walking with the Lord. They have strong marriages. And and we're now um, empowering them to be the hands and feet of Christ when couples get back from Alaska. So it's not just the regional chaplain serving, you know, 200 OHOP families, it's mm-hmm. it's the regional chaplain and key leaders, mm-hmm. just allows us to go a lot deeper mm-hmm. in uh, in the ministry. Yeah, and those key leader couples are on the ground there. So I think that they're able also to be a bridge between these, um, sometimes you, we have 
couples that come back from Alaska and they want to get connected with other OHOP couples, but they also are looking for a local church mm-hmm. or, lo- you know, some way to get plugged in and to continue on in their following Christ. And so these OHOP couples that are there, these key leader couples, um, can a lot of times go with them to church or help, you know, walk, help them find a local church family for them to be involved in. Yeah, yeah. Um, discipleship is is a, a has always been a focus, I think, but even more now of a laser focus uh, for us. Mm-hmm. And and just like Shauna was saying, um, we our our ultimate hope is that these OHOP couples, when they come home from Alaska, will will find a connection, will plug in and grow inside the the bonds of a local church family. Um, and and that's we see ourselves as a bridge to, yeah. to getting there. Yeah. Our commitment is for life, and so we're going to bring in chaplains like like myself and my wife, who get to go out and travel and care for them uh, throughout our region of stays. I mean, there's, there's just nothing like it. So that's 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 why I love it here. Um, there there literally is nothing like this, especially one that puts such an emphasis on the gospel as the sole hope for really fixing your marriage. Mm-hmm. That was one of our regional chaplains, Eric Bandy. Many couples who attend Operation Healer Patriots realize the importance of putting God first in their lives. Many make decisions for Christ. 516 people have accepted Christ as their Savior, and 638 people have decided to get baptized while in Alaska. And these decisions truly change marriages. And so 612 couples have done marriage renewals. They want to decide to start fresh with God as the center of their marriage and their lives. It's truly an honor to get to minister to these couples and invest in their lives. And Alaska is truly a life-changing experience for these couples. And God allows us as staff and volunteers to be a part of it. You just got back, yeah. like literally within mm-hmm. a week, right? So you yeah. were just at the yeah. kickoff of year 10, kickoff yeah. Operation Healer Patriots. What was that like mm-hmm. to open those doors, you know, especially after COVID? And I know last summer was a little weird. Yeah. What was it like? Because you brought in, was it a full group? We did. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so a full group. You yeah. just did the kickoff. What was that like? Yeah, I think, you know, this is a podcast, so the listeners can't see our faces. But when you ask that question, Christy, I mean, we light up and yeah. we start smiling because um, we, Alaska is just, it's a special place and a special program, but it's more than that. It's that we get, a front row seat and watching God completely renew and heal and transform individual lives and marriages. Um, and it's it's incredible. And, and I think also you get to watch um, the Samaritan's Lodge in Alaska. So from all range of people that are serving and volunteering there. I mean, we're, they're all doing it. You know, it's that scripture, do everything you do for the Lord wholeheartedly. And, and every single person, whether they are, um, you know, washing dishes or preparing a meal or teaching them to fly fish or in the office, you know, all of them are doing this with a heart for the Lord. And so you see a picture of the kingdom of God at work. And I think that is powerful for many of these couples that have never witnessed the body of Christ in that way. And the love of the Lord through them is just palpable. I mean, you can feel the love of the Lord there. Um, and it's, it, you, can't, you can't leave Alaska unchanged or untouched by who God is in his creation and also through his people. 
Yeah. And just to add on to that, we, as Shauna said, we have a, a front row seat. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the privilege of people opening up their lives to us and, and sharing the, the obstacles and the struggles that they're going through. And um, for us, you know, we know God is big. And then, and then we see him um, <laughs> work in their lives in, in this short week mm-hmm. time. And, um, you know, there's just nothing impossible for him. And, uh, and then to follow up with them when they get home, like we've been doing and hearing these couples taking steps, taking one step at a time, you know, mm-hmm. starting to pray with their daughter uh, and mm-hmm. hearing her reaction to that. Um, getting baptized at their local church. Getting you know, baptized or, yeah. at their local church. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one, one couple shared, you know, that they are not big on social media and they don't, they don't like to share uh, some things, but um, they felt compelled when they got back to, to put this picture of, of uh, them being baptized mm-hmm. on, on their Facebook page. And just, just those steps of faith, you know, moving forward uh, in, yeah. in relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And I love how you said it's a front receipt because it, it figuratively is, but it literally is because at the end of the week, you literally sit in rows, yeah, I've, I've, I've seen it said when they that's share true. at the end of the week, you know, what God's done and what they've learned. And, and you literally are sitting on the front row listening mm-hmm. to them pour out their hearts. Um, but also you're seeing it throughout the week too. Mm-hmm. Every interaction for every staff and volunteer counts. Mm-hmm. And um, and that they're intentionally always prayerfully ready, I think, to just know that every small thing you're communicating the love of Christ and the truth of the gospel. And there's there's nothing that's too small mm-hmm. that should just be unintentional, right? And um, it, that just struck me. I thought I, I walked away from that just thinking, how cool is that, that, that we are all— um, dependent on the Holy Spirit in every tiny moment, whether we're teaching a class or piloting an aircraft or mm-hmm. serving a milkshake, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that everything counts and, and God uses that mm-hmm. um, and He shows up. We wanna be invisible. I wanna be invisible and let Christ shine through. So whether it's just smiling down the walkway, a boardwalk when we meet the guests or folding their towels and cleaning their towels. It's just what small piece of our our hands can Christ use mm-hmm. to show His love? So it's not about us. It's not about what we're doing here necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's what God is doing in their hearts through us. We're just a very small piece, but very grateful to be part of that and to be that small piece. But they, I want... We all want them to see Christ in us, and that's what it's all about. Be invisible. Let them only see Christ as we walk down that boardwalk. The staff always impresses me so much. They truly live out John 3.30, which says, He must increase, but I must decrease. The selfless service of every single volunteer and staff member there is truly incredible. And Chris said that she wants to be invisible and let Christ shine through her, and the heart of the service is reflected in the entire team. More than that, they're intentional to pray for the couples. As they work, as they serve, they're praying constantly. We make sure we pray over every cabin. After we clean that cabin, we pray for that couple. Whatever is happening in their life that day, we pray for the bunker, we pray over the chapel, 
where they're going to go through the classes. So you will see housekeeping ladies putting their hands on the buildings and praying all day long because we know God is working wherever they are. And when they come back, we want them to feel loved in their cabin because we know a lot happens between the couple, um, between the two people in the cabin, in the chapel, in the bunker. So we want them to feel God's presence. Just as Chris and her team pray over the cabins, I encourage you to pray for the couples and the staff that are serving this summer and as they continue throughout the year. Alaska truly is a jumping off point, but the connection with them is for life. Community in Port Osworth is easy. Mm-hmm. It It's built in, uh, but when you get back home and the busyness of life and um, just people don't always love you while they, the way you want them to love you and kind of thing. It's, it's just harder. And um, it's, it's, we just got to be intentional in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I love about this program. Cause yes, it started to minister to them, mm-hmm. introduce them to Christ, strengthen their marriage. But then you realize too much is given, much is required, mm-hmm. you know, as you've been poured into and you've given, you've got to do something with it. Yeah. And I think you're right. Some people, <clears throat> In their experiences, they've lost limbs, they've lost, I mean, war, everybody comes back with scars, whether you see them or not. And I think some of them lose that, or they forget their purpose. Um, Sometimes it takes a while. I mean, sometimes people are immediately changed and, but then some people it takes years, I think. Some don't have a good support system. So here they, they get changed. They're impacted. Um, in Alaska, it's, it's easy because you have so many people to pour into you. And, and like I said, when they're fishing guide, I mean, they can disciple them. I mean, everyone that they, they see can. And then you go home, and the real world's not like that. I mean, this mountaintop experience, that's not how it is. I mean, you go home, and you're just pounded. You know, instead of being poured in, you're depleted. Yeah. I mean, everywhere you go. And some family members almost mock them, you know, for this transformation, and they're trying to make some new patterns and new healing. So I think that's why this ongoing care is so important, right? We'll say, you know, we can't meet in the chapel there in Port Allsworth anymore, uh, but we can meet over the phone. We can meet over Zoom and other ways to remind them that the same God who changed their lives in Alaska is the God who's gonna help them through whatever mountains they're climbing at home and and continuing to speak gospel truth to them, uh, scripture into their lives is I think a great help. Yeah, I think um, too, and this, this just speaks to the amazing team of chaplains and um, chaplain spouses that we have is, you know, we we are walking with them and we've, we've been there and we know hard and we know our own hard. Each of us has our own road to walk, um, but, but we want to serve them out of a place of vulnerability and authenticity. And I think that that helps them then know that it, we're here with you. We're not, we're not talking down to you. We're not giving you this like, perfect, oh, you have to, you know, reach this, you know, be this. It's just, just take the next step and we'll take it with you, you know? And, and, um, and I think that that often is a place of um, exhale and hope for them in the midst of it. We're looking at injuries that they're going to experience and walk for a lifetime, many of them. 
And and so just giving them that picture of God's grace is enough for today, you know, and He's been enough for us. We can speak out of our own experience. We can speak out of our own trial and our own mess ups and all the ways that we haven't done this right. Um, and then we can speak out of a place of God's grace in our own marriage and then walk with them in that. There's nothing like this anywhere. Um, there's nothing that says we're going to bring you here. We are going to spend time together as a make you part of a family, you and your spouse, and then we're going to care for you for life. Um, and to me, that's just that's that's so invaluable. It, it it has such an impact on these folks. They're not used to people caring. They're not used to people investing in them like that. Um, and they're certainly not used to saying, "Hey, I'll be your chaplain for the rest of your lives." Um, and so. Uh, just as I do, I, I really can't say it enough that God works here in ways that I can't even comprehend sometimes. And uh, it, it really is truly amazing to be in a place where you can watch God and the Spirit just physically move through a place. It's just awesome. So are there scriptures? I'm sure there's it ebbs and flows and changes and whatever you read that day mm-hmm. becomes your, your theme. But are there certain parts of scripture that you come back to in this line, in your work? Yeah. Uh, the first one that pops to my mind, we run through Psalm 23 with the uh, couples and devotions. And and there's this passage that talks about, uh, you know, God prepares a table before our enemies. And um, and and I, I see that as God wants to have this kind of relationship where we're at a dinner table, where we're at a, uh, you know, at the most intimate place in your house, um, sharing relationship with him. And so um, that picture, as well as um, the, you know, combined with the story of the prodigal son, where he comes home and the father wants to throw this lavish mm-hmm. dinner banquet for him. And, um, and, and just, I've got to continue to go to back to that place. That's, that's where I serve from. That's what my God wants mm-hmm. um for me and for all these these couples that are part of the OHOP family is this this intimate walk with him. And uh, so, yeah, obviously if we're not living that out, it's not going to be very authentic when we tell others about it. Yeah, I love that. Um, I mean, that's so much what, you know, so many of these couples carry, you know, so much, um, hurt and wounds and shame and all of that. And so to to share with them, like Greg just said, that, man, God is welcoming you to his table, you know, and that that relationship is just, um, I think the, what they want to, what their soul really desperately wants to know and hear. But um, for me, this past, this summer, um, as I've just been praying about um, OHOP, both in Alaska and um, after, it, the thing that just keeps coming to my mind over and over and over is with God, all things are possible and that He can move mountains. Um, when you're in Port Allsworth and you're in the dining room, um, you look out and there's Tenalian Mountain. And the dining room is actually appropriately named Tenalian Dining Hall because you have this view of this massive mountain, Tenalian. And, and it just kept hitting me over and over that God can move that. Through faith, like if, you know, like through faith, you know, you can tell this mountain to be thrown into the heart of the sea and that God can move mountains when he has that 
ability to do that. So when life seems completely overwhelming, which many of these couples are coming to Alaska on the brink of divorce, on, um, I don't think I'm going to make it. I don't know if I want to live anymore. This is too hard. You know, when you're completely overwhelmed and in the dark like that, just reminding myself and being able to tell them, no, God can move that. He can move the, he can move and shift and bring about life from death and light from dark and, you know, beauty from ashes and all of that. So that's been something that I've just been really praying for um, and, and leaning into God can, with God, all things are possible. Um, but in that also, I've just been thinking of some trust in chariots and others in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord, our God, that we can have this amazing experience in Alaska. But if it's not a daily complete dependence on, on the Lord Jesus and on the Holy Spirit to work in and through me, then you know, it's going to be in vain. And so I've just, I've been thinking a lot about like, okay, let's make sure in the middle of all that we're doing, it's exciting. And 10 years in, these programs are in place and we give thanks to God, but that we're not trusting in program or we're not trusting in, um, you know, a well-oiled machine or any of that, but but that daily each staff member, and I believe that they are, you know, we are prayerfully leaning into who God is and, and that this is His ministry. Mm-hmm. These are His couples and we are His church mm-hmm. and, and how we lean and trust into Him and not in what, what we see, but mm-hmm. in, in the power of how He's at work. There are so many powerful stories and testimonies, and it's awesome to see God working in people's lives. Irv, one of our staff members, shared one of these stories, and I love it because it's proof that God truly can redeem and restore us and make us new. Uh, My first year here, I picked this guy up, and he was rough. I mean, his language was pretty rough, and I'm thinking, hmm, this guy's going to be a tough case, you know, but God can do anything. He tried to commit suicide three different times. He, he he, He would drink himself blind trying to solve his problems. Well, on Wednesday, he accepted Christ, okay? So he went through Thursday, and um, he got baptized on Friday. Then when we sat around the uh, campfire on Friday afternoon, the the chaplain uh, would ask these individuals, what does it mean to you to know Christ? This is a brand new believer, all right? Just accepted Christ. He took the microphone, he held his head down for about 30 seconds before he said anything. He lifted up and he says, knowing Jesus means I'll never be alone again. And I'm like, that says everything. And this came out of a brand new believer. This is just one story of many where lives have been changed. 1 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and see the new has come. Over the 10 years of ministry, we have watched people's lives transformed. Many marriages came in broken. Divorce papers were served. Um, they had lost hope. And yet they, they were restored and renewed and came back together. Uh, one couple shared that, that even their kids saw a change right from the beginning. They said, My, you know, before Alaska, I had a mad dad. And now I have a glad dad. He is new. He is different. He is joy-filled. And they truly, their lives are changed and restored. And it doesn't just affect their marriage, but their kids and their communities. Many have gotten involved in church. Some have gone to seminary um, and just want to give back to what God has done. I asked Greg and Shauna and Eric to share how we can specifically be praying for Operation Healer Patriots this year. And here's what they said. 
my prayer for them is just that they would know that how much we love them, that they would understand they're part of a bigger family. Uh, and above all, that they'd know kind of what, you know, we did Ephesians 3 and staff devotions today. That they would know that the length and width and height and depth of God's love and that, that love that Jesus showed that's just so out of this world that it just doesn't make sense to us. It just, it, it, to us, it seems like it's incomprehensible, you know. That would be my prayer. Honestly, I would pray that Ephesians 3 that Paul prayed. I mean, you know, how can you close anything better than praying over your couples? You know, not a him who can do more than you can even ask or even imagine, you know, uh, that they would know the love of Christ, that they would know the love of, of all these brothers and sisters, not only the ones that are OHOP graduates, but look at the big family they've got here, the staff, the the chaplains, the, the volunteers that give of their time to come here. I mean... That would be my prayer for them. They would know the love of Christ in ways that just get better every year. I would say pray for the staff. Um, pray, it, it, like you said, it's, a, it's long days. And um, so pray for our strength and unity and, um, you know, that, they're, that they would be filled, right? So they can pour out. Um, and pray for God to begin to, I love that uh, idea of good soil. You know, so we, I often pray, God, just give them good soil, these couples that are coming, right? Pray for good soil and, and readiness um, in their own hearts so that God can do a work in them individually and as a couple. You know, praying that God would yoke these two, these couples together as husband and wife in Him mm-hmm. and that they would leave stronger. Um, and, and so I, I just... I pray for that. I pray that Christ would be the center of these marriages and um, and that they would find such hope and hope, that they would find hope to keep moving on. My prayer would be some uh, really strong connections with our regional chaplains, with key leaders in the area, or other godly people that God puts in their place that would, that would help them show them Christ in a sense, the way they saw him in Alaska. Um, and just that that would, would continue on. So as Shauna was saying, the Lord would empower them, enable them to, to do the right thing, to put those tools into practice and, and to rely on the love of Christ as they, as they love each other. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please be praying for the couples that are currently in Alaska, couples that have been through Alaska and are now home as we continue to invest in and pour into their lives. This episode was just a taste of the incredible ways that God is working in Alaska. We're we're continuing to work on, on another episode later in the summer to introduce you to some of our couples and hear their transformational stories. So be on the lookout for another podcast. But in the meantime, you can check out SamaritansPurse.org for more stories and videos on the season that's going on. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for praying. And I hope you have a great week.